<laughs> I was gonna ask for like not to start just yet, but why is that? We're there. I don't yeah. know. I hear I hear intro music. I think it's happening. Um, the fun part about this intro music is that while Zencaster does you know output a file with the intro music, uh, it's not in the right quality at all. So I end up just putting the music in where I played the music. So <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, perfect. That's so. the magic of radio. Uh, Trevor, why didn't you want us to start? Um, I started a pot of coffee. I did not go get a cup of coffee. <sighs> so how long will it take you to get the pot of coffee? I mean, you guys can start. It'll take me um, not the pot of coffee. The, co- the pot of coffee is on. I just okay. need to pour it into a cup. So it'll take me like 30 seconds. All right. Here, I'm going to hit the pause button. You go no, get just, your coffee. Just, just go. Just go. I trust just go? you guys. All right, go. Go get I your coffee. You. I'll be right back. So did you hear the one about Trevor? <laughs> oh, man. That guy's such a clown. Yeah. Um, how's it going, Colin? I'm good. How are you, Matt? I'm doing well. How are, things, a... how are things down there in uh, sunny Arizona? It's It was so nice today. Let me tell you. Tuc- Tucson, Arizona. As uh, our friend Jackie Daytona would say. Hmm. Thankfully, a little. Well, not thankfully. I don't know. I'm far enough away from Tucson that is not convenient. It was a little cool today. It got down to 51. Uh, wow. We, uh, I, I'm going to see if we. I think we maybe beat your low. How, how warm did we get? Yeah, I think we hit like. Uh, we hit, I think we hit like 52 or 53 today in Salt Lake. So it was positively oh. blazing up here. Yeah, it got up to 67, though, so it's, I've got to be honest, it has really been a very pleasant winter for me. Oh, I bet. And uh, there are, there are things I miss about Salt Lake, the snow and inversion, not two of them. That phrase doesn't work very well. No. If uh, not one of them, but not two of them? No. (laughs) Trevor, did you get your coffee? Got my coffee. We're chilling. What's on brew today? Uh, it's just the same coffee I always get. It's just Gavalia traditional blend or house roast or breakfast blend. I don't remember. Right. Gavalia. It's a yellow bag. I like it. All right. I've been uh, I've been going to public and buying their coffee and grinding mine when I make it. Quite tasty. Good, good idea. Public is good coffee. I have I have a tea though. I have uh, a vanilla mm. tea right now. That's what I'm drinking. Oh. I can't do caffeine at night. No. Uh, I'm lucky. Yeah. <laughs> No, looking looking at you two, I would be up all night long. There's no way I would get to sleep. I'm actually a little worried that I'm going to be up till three. But we'll I'm cross that bridge when we get there. Not worried about it at all. I feel like I've explained this before, but caffeine like doesn't do that to me. Yeah. So I'm fine. So a little housekeeping note now that we're all here together. Uh, Kyle is absent this week, but he's never absent in our hearts. In his place, of course, we've got the pod doctor back for episode 144 of Off the Crossbar, a Ray Al Salt Lake podcast. Well, thanks for having me back. It's good to be back. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. I was I really thought hard about just pretending I was Kyle for my social hour update and being like, okay, so I saw 37 Sundance films and uh, Pedro Pascal and Jesse Eisenberg were there. And the snow in Park City was so beautiful. And I've seen these 37 TV shows as well. All, everything I've seen is good um, because that's seems like almost everything Kyle watches is good. So 
Uh, but I, I have probably watched nothing of note mm. um, or seen any movies. And I don't even know that I have left the greater bounds of the, the Salt Lake City area to even have pretended I have gone to Park City. I didn't. I did not. I have not. Uh, and I have literally zero interest in going to Park City for Sundance. It's a thing I've almost never done in my life, and I have uh, never particularly desired to do. So, hmm. crowded, wonder. busy, and I just seeing the famous people doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Mm. I've been to Park City mm. during Sundance, but not for Sundance. No. If you're there like to do work during Sundance at a place, it kind of sucks a lot. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> sound good at all. Experience. Who was the client for whom you did work? Uh, now I mean, several times. We so we. It, I, I don't know if you guys call them the miners' homes, but the miners' homes above kind of Main Street, all those like, like old people part of who town. are like 12, 13, 14? No, no. Like, they, like <laughs> how do they own homes? Would, who would work in a They mine. bought at the right time. <laughs> Park City used to be a mining town. Uh, the mm-hmm. people that worked there were called miners and they had homes, and those have since been turned into luxury uh, homes. So people mm-hmm. live there, they spend millions of dollars and it's the worst neighborhood in the world to try to drive anywhere because mm-hmm. the roads are this big and there's no parking anywhere. And that's where we had to do a whole bunch of work. For those of you uh, who obviously can't see this uh, in the podcast format, he made the biggest hands I've ever seen in my life. Uh, they are unimaginably well, it's, huge it's, roads. Okay, it's it's yeah. still a road and I can't fully with just my arms. It's the size of one car plus like a human. That's the roads. And you okay. got to try to park there in a place where like you still allow other people to drive. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. I hate but, that part of town. People Trevor. are nice, but part, hateful part of town. What? Trevor? Yes. How's the new job? New job is great. I don't have to go to Park City anymore for almost anything whatsoever. I'm so glad. But That's I do nice. have to go all over everywhere else. So. Oh. Quick update. I got a new job. It's doing the same thing, but for a different company. Um, this one we work with basically just banks and credit unions. It's cool. Mm. So it's a lot more relaxed and chill. Um, but it is all over like the Mountain West. So I'm going to be traveling a lot more. So it sounds like we could rope you in for one more bank heist. <laughs> one last. One last, one last job. job. <laughs> no, I'm not retired yet. You got to wait for me to retire and then I get roped into one last job so i could be like i'm retired get off my lawn or whatever they say in those movies yeah yeah maybe you'll be one of those people that owns one of those park city homes by the time you're done no i mean probably not Mm. but have you waking up earlier and having a better (laughs) attitude i've i've seen on instagram that those things are important to being an entrepreneur (laughs) <laughs> the grind set mindset yeah uh, that's the one <laughs> yeah if you yeah. only if you only slept four hours a night you could be the successful person that you've always <laughs> dreamed of being yeah or who you could that? be really tired and need twice as much coffee as you currently do who was that guy that was like my day is three days from oh, man, that, to noon that's one day <laughs> from I remember to six, that. that's day two i'm already two days ahead of you or whatever what that guy was does he sleep between the days? Because that sounds fun. No, I don't think he had sleep in his schedule. He was just like, my day <laughs> or my week is like 27 days or whatever it was. Whatever mm-hmm. the math is. Mm-hmm. 24 days in a week. Mm. It made no sense. 
Yeah. As these things never do. They never do. Nonsense. But, you know, good for him, I guess. As long as he thinks he's happy. So when you say traveling all over the Mountain West, I mean, we're talking like you'll have to be going to Colorado occasionally and like Nevada and Idaho and all over the place. So the companies like actually headquartered in Idaho were considered like the Southern Territory. Um, Mm. But we service credit unions that span all over the Mountain West. Um, Mm -hmm. So they've got branches in New Mexico and they've got branches in Arizona and they've got branches in Idaho and Washington and Montana and Colorado. And so um, we've got the headquarters in Idaho Falls, an office in Salt Lake. And I think there's like a small satellite office in like (laughs) Eastern Washington or something. Okay. Um, But anyway, yeah, so it's kind of split up and the Salt Lake office, fortunately, just because it's a big city, there's a lot of credit unions around. Uh, we don't have usually have to go that far for work, but we do have to do yearly inspections or biannual inspections on every branch. So everywhere that's one of our customers, we've got to travel to at least twice a year. Um, mm. And I think the furthest that we go is to Reno. Um, like as far and as like a drive. The but biggest little city in the world. Yeah. yeah I the biggest little city. Being in Reno, but uh, I don't want, want anyone to get wind of that. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but yeah, there's Johnny Cash wrote a song about it. I was going to say, did you, did you shoot a man in Reno? <laughs> uh, I can neither confirm nor deny your allegations. Yeah. I did rig um, the NFL Super Bowl in Reno. You did? Yeah. So I know wow. he's going to win. Are you, are you part of the PSYOP? I am. <laughs> the you end. You can confidently wow. reveal that? I can. Uh, this, the, yeah. the PSYOP as uh, orchestrated by Matt Montgomery. Yeah, incredible. I'm the one who got Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey together. Uh, yeah, a this masterful move, a, a master, a master stroke. Uh, I, I truly have to. I one doffs his cap to yeah. uh, Matt Montgomery. Well, yeah, Matt, we I just got, played a lot of board games. You know, tell you this, the secret's <laughs> out. People are on to you and your games, and they're not going to let you get away with it. Mm, all right, that's fine. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered either way. So That's how fair. much do the how much are the Chiefs winning by, Matt? Uh, seventeen. Okay. Right. Excellent. All right. Good that to know. Is, oh yeah, when you can definitely win by Bowl? seventeen. Okay. Uh, the Super Bowl is not this Sunday, but the Sunday after. I was gonna All say right. it's in February. I think. Uh, I think it's like the eleventh or something. Yeah. Okay. I only knew it's not tomorrow. Well, as the Super Bowl is my annual make a lot of bets day. We're going to go mm. put a bet on $17, $17, 17 points, chief win. And we'll, once I get there, we'll tell you what the odds are. All right. All right. Yeah, please do. So while Trevor's doing that, let's sit in <laughs> silence. Uh, you can go ahead and fast forward about three seconds uh, and you'll get through that part. There are Taylor Swift prop bets. Of course there's Taylor <laughs> Swift prop bets. Come on. All right. Yeah, is she going to have her hair down or her hair up at the Super Bowl? That's that's it could be both. That's complicated. Is, is her yeah. lipstick color going to be red or any color other than red? Oh, no. it's going to be red. Of course, for the Chiefs, it's going to be red. Yeah, Absolutely. And she's also a, is... like she wears red lipstick, right? Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> These be- I adore prop bets. Uh, so, Taylor, is she going to do heart hands or not? OK. Um, OK. Will the broadcast mention Taylor Swift as one? Are you serious? Number of times 
uh, Taylor Swift shown on Super Bowl 58 broadcast too many times in parentheses more than once. Okay. Someone's um, someone's clearly anti uh the odds on that just so you guys know are minus 10,000. So <laughs> it's going to happen. What? Um, Travis what Kelsey to do sick, Taylor though? heart hands during the game. Wow. Or to do heart hands to Taylor. Um Jason Kelsey to be shown shirtless. Let's see. Oh, and then this one. This is my favorite one. This always shows up whenever there's a female performer at halftime or a prominent female somewhere. Uh, Taylor Swift to show cleavage. Yes or no? Ah, good. That's important. Yeah. I forgot. Who's the halftime act? I forgot. I, I did know at one point. Now oh, I can't remember. Howard Mandel, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have got through that with a straight face. <laughs> 24 halftime. I think it's not like just one person. It's like... I know it's like been multiple people a lot, but there's still like one like headline act, right? Yeah, usually. Uh, it's to feature Usher, Tiesto, and more. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I forgot it was Usher. Uh, oh, Reba McIntyre. That's the one. Huh. She's supposed to make an appearance. Is she. I thought she was maybe doing the anthem. I don't know. Reba McIntyre will also be on the mic during. Oh, it, okay. Seeing the national anthem. You're right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking. This is uh, episode 144 of Off the Crossbar, a Super Bowl podcast. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's time we transition to the real reason we're here. Uh, and that's this tweet you shared with us, Colin, about Mr. <laughs> Benjamin Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Oh, no. And, yeah, there's, uh, there's some oh. internet Twitter sleuths who have found out that uh, Ben Affleck appears to be a woman. Twitter uh, sucks so much these days. And uh, they also claim that Jennifer Gardner is a male. I, I don't know what the, they they have pictures of Ben Affleck, uh, well, which got, are supported evidence the, of, of they've such got the science to prove it. Yeah, I mean, it's with pictures it's, of him on the beach. It's leaning obvious. backwards. Yes, leaning backwards. Uh, I, I don't know how they have proven that Jennifer Gardner is a male. Um but I mean, the science is irrefutable. <laughs> yeah. Well, this Obviously. coming from a doctor, so I guess. I mean, I if don't this is know. Wrong, your license will be in question. I don't know whose unit it was that they showed in Gone Girl, uh, <laughs> but that must have been a uh, a, a good trick no, by no, the movie no, by the by the movie Illuminati. That's camera tricks. I thought yeah, you didn't allow to show movies. that. I've seen some. I've okay. seen some. Okay. I'm better than Sarah. Sarah definitely doesn't watch movies. I watch I watch some movies and I have. Yeah. Has, she's, has she seen a Muppet Christmas Carol? Oh, yeah. OK, yes. that's that's what counts. Yes. How about Muppet Treasure Island? Oh, I don't know about that one. It's, I've seen that one, though. It's it's so good. Yeah. Uh, she recently watched Beetlejuice for the first okay. time. And she texted me while she was watching it and she was like, oh, I didn't know Alec Baldwin was in this movie, to which I like <laughs> firmly put both my hands in my face. And then she was like, oh, it's really funny, too. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so she she enjoyed Beetlejuice uh, nearly 30 years later. <laughs> Just in time. Is it is it only 30 years? I think it came out in like the late 80s. So it's not. 
have bad news no, for you. This is gonna make you feel old. Thirty but years. Is 30, it thirty years? Thirty-six oh, man. years. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true. Oh man. Yeah. Sorry. Um, speaking of old, uh, I'll give my social hour update, which is that Scott has two little teeth coming in, which nice. is great. Uh, I'm sure he's today thrilled. I gave him the spoon to try to feed himself, and he proceeded to get it all over himself. Yep. Uh, this is why I say it's like going to lunch with Trevor, but that, <laughs> oh, that would be rude. But I'm and uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah, there it is. Oh, what a sound effect. That's yeah. glorious. Oh, Trevor's not happy. <laughs> Trevor just Trevor just looked like I did when Sarah asked me if Alec Baldwin, that told me that Alec Baldwin was in the movie. I'm trying so hard to distract myself. I can't find the line of 17 points. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I find wow. every other bet in the world except for we'll win by 17. Yeah, well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> The NWO they, they don't want did you to say, know. yeah, they, well, they, they said you cannot let people place bets on this. It is too dangerous. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it would, knowing that it's going to be exactly 17. I mean, the Illuminati can't let that out. Yeah. So you have to hide it by making sure people can't bet on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because 17 is probably a meaningful number in oh, Taylor Swift numerology. Absolutely. Seven is eight and eight, um, Divided by two is four, and mm-hmm. divided by two is two, and that's Taylor Swift and whichever Kelsey brother is, is the one that she's dating. I don't remember their names. Trevor, you do. I remember it's Jason and, and Travis, right? Yeah. I don't remember which one's which. I think Travis to... is the Chiefs player. Yeah. I watch football every week. He, he is also the better Clearly. looking of the brothers, I must say. Okay. Also a CIA plant by Matt. <laughs> yeah. Um, but not the Who's, sort of plant. Who has been, who Matt has been training for this moment. Uh, this ever since just... Travis Kelsey was a young boy, Matt has been training him. Yeah. And stats. I, he's, he's pretty old for a football player. I think 34 years old. They, Matt got started yeah. early. Yeah. I was quite young. That's not old. That's why it's not you can't weird. Say though. that that's old for a football player. That's pretty old. Yeah, well, I'm 35, so you can't say that that's old. Yeah, um, and do you want, how I how mean, would your body hold up playing football, Trevor? Uh, it wouldn't, but that doesn't mean that I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I will All tell right. you that my body would disintegrate like like uh, paper. Well, no, because then I could just be the kicker, and if they touch me, then it's a foul penalty flag. What's the word for football? It's, it's against the rules. You can't touch the kicker, right? Yeah, I think I think that's true. All right. Um, all right. So let's move on to Real Salt Lake stuff. Enough about this six foot five guy. We've already got two of them in the room. That's true. So we can move forward. This is again. the tallest podcast. Tallest sure. Real Salt Lake podcast on the market. I, unquestionably. And Absolutely. Alex Maurer, if you're listening, I challenge you to a height off. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, what that I'll means. challenge Alex Maurer to anything. We can throw hands, whatever. Let's go. Yeah, I'm not. I like Alex. He knows. He knows. He knows we're on site. He knows. You guys yeah. can. You guys can fight him. Did you know that together, Colin? We are 13 feet 10 inches. No, sorry, 12 feet 10 inches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, math was never your strong suit. Clearly. I guess not. <laughs> Although, like, if you think about it, 
if if I'm stacked on your shoulders, like even if I'm standing on your shoulders, I'm not standing on top of your head. So yeah, we lose a little bit of height. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I gave up on the football bets and I found a section for counter strike bets. So let's move to Real Salt Lake. (laughs) Trevor, do you have the dock open? Not even a little bit. No. Thank thank you for your honesty. I knew you didn't. (laughs) Uh, Let's start with some Real Salt Lake news. And we'll start with the thing that actually happened. And that was the new kit was leaked in somewhat spectacular fashion. In a new way. In, this in is, a new I way. think the first time we've ever seen a kit leak in this way. I feel so, like it happened once before. Did it? I know. I feel like it's happened because it got put out for sale somewhere. There were stores that put it out for sale like two weeks before it was ready. Like on the sale floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we had a professional pickleballer um, reveal it one year. That's an exciting one. That was <laughs> really funny. Posted on Twitter like, hey, thanks for sending me a shirt. Love you guys. Never been to a game in his life. <laughs> um, let's funny. see. FIFA did leak the Iran kit in 2023. Uh, sorry, uh, EA, I guess. would. Well, no, maybe FIFA was the one who the leaked it anyway. That's EA a weird one. Sport, soccer sports franchise video game. Yeah, now I'm not sure where it leaked, but... Anyway, EAFC uh, leaked all, of, not all, a lot of the MLS kits and a couple NWSL kits, put them up for sale on whatever their microtransaction thing is. I don't, I don't know. I don't play the game. Alex plays the game. He should come on here and tell us. Anyway, they posted a whole Kyle bunch. You could buy the kits. And yeah, I don't know if Kyle still is. I know that he was once a fiend for it. I don't know if he's still doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So I guess let's get reactions here what do, what do you all think i think it's cool like i think it's I, nice it's, it's it fits a lot of the bills that is that the right way to say that it ticks a lot of the boxes that i look for in a new kit um it's a little bit daring and new mm-hmm. in that it's got like a, a mountain kind of thing going across it but it's also classic and easy to identify that it's RSL. It's got the right shades of red and blue. Um, but yeah, so it, it's like, it's trying something new and I like that it's easily identifiable. I like that, but at the same time, it's still, it, it feels a little bit boring, but I'm fine with that. Yeah. I don't think every single new kit needs to be like this huge reach to see if we like what we put out. Like you can just put out a regular old shirt and it's fine. And I think that's kind of what this one is. It's just, it's not brilliant. It's not bad. It's, it's fine. And that's great. There's not a, not a problem with that. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to agree that I think it's fine. I think, um, that this ownership group hadn't done mountains on the Jersey before, but certainly the Royals had had the mountains on the Jersey before. So I don't know that it's entirely original. Um, but you know, the mountains are nice. It gives it a nice, uh, you know, different look to it. Um, I don't know. I'm always, I'm a bit weird about stripes. Um, and 
I, I don't know. I guess I could take or leave the stripes. Um, they do add something, but I'm I'm also curious. What do you think the back is going to look like? I mean, is the back just Ooh. straight cobalt? Do you think there's stripes on the back? What do you think they're doing on the back here? I don't think they're going to do stripes just because in in the past, MLS has usually just had like a big blank space mm-hmm. for numbers and names. Like they don't really do like a lot of leagues will have stripes. Everything in the number just kind of blends into the stripe and the name kind of blends into the stripe and it has to stand out in its own way to make it stand out. They just have a different colorway or big bold letters or whatever, right? But historically, MLS has just had kind of a blank back so that they can put easily identifiable numbers and names, which I'm not really a fan of. But at this point, I think it's it's kind of useless arguing with it. I think, it's I think that you're kind of right, but I think that that's not going to look... I think when you see the jersey from the back, it's going to look kind of if it, if you don't like just say you just buy an RSL jersey and you don't get it customized. Yeah. I think that that might look a little weird. It does. Yeah, and, and, and it has. But like, I don't know if it's an Adidas or an MLS thing, but they've kind of done that where it's just kind of a blank space. And it's not like if you customize it, you get a blank space for numbers and stuff. And if you don't get a customized one, it's got stripes all the way up the back. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I got a I got a blank space, Trevor, and I'll write your name. There's a okay. Taylor Swift uh, <laughs> reference, bringing it bringing yeah. it full circle. Here we go. Um, Should I play the little drum sound again? <laughs> no, please don't do that. What do you What are your opinions okay. on it, Matt? I, I I think I'm somewhere in the middle of those, which is funny because they're they're not dissimilar opinions. So that's my way of saying I I think it's fine. Um, I think it's better than we've had in while still being a little different from you know the the classic blue sleeves red shirt. Uh, I do love that look, uh, and you know I I like a home kit looking somewhat iconic, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I think that's important to help establish an identity and. I think MLS has too often tried to do something different every time, right? Yeah. And there's a sales aspect there that you you want people to buy the new kit, so it has to look somewhat different. Um, yeah. So I, I get that, although I don't think MLS has ever been at that volume to need to consider that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's reasonably good. Uh, I won't feel embarrassed to wear it. Uh, and I won't yeah, feel embarrassed to see the team wearing it. So I, I think that's a win. It's yeah. not something that like needs explanation. <laughs> yeah. That, that's I, what I like about it. I will I'm say ho- that I'm, I don't know that I'm going to run out and get one personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did want the yellow one last year. I really liked the yellow one. So I was like, yes, mm-hmm. I am going to purchase one of those. I mm-hmm. don't know that I'm going to go out of my way to grab one of these. Who knows? That might change throughout the season. Generally, if the season is good and my vibes associated with the season are very high, then I tend to purchase a jersey. And if they're just kind of mad, then I don't. So, yeah, but I, I don't feel the need like I'm going to need to rush out and get this. But I think it's good. I like I as you said, I'm not going to be upset that the team is wearing it. I don't think it's horrific. Um, so, yeah, my only hope is that what we're seeing is reflective of the kit. And we don't have any reason to think it's not. Uh, but certainly, like, the the replica kits have looked different from the authentics. If we think back to, was it 2016 with the weird crown thing? Maybe it's 2015. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. 
<laughs> that no one ever understood, especially like me. One where like the authentic had like an actual gradient, and then the replica was just a solid yellow line. Yeah, but I honestly like the yellow line a lot better than that weird gradient. So I liked the gradient more. I thought it was stupid that they would do like it. Okay. <laughs> doesn't matter which side of the fence you fall on which one you like more yeah. i thought it was stupid that they sold that they team wore one and they sold a different one yeah. yes that yeah like, like you said i can't imagine that this kit is going to be like that where they have like a wildly different version for replica um mm-hmm. it, it's very stupid that they do that like get this cheaper version of it and it doesn't look the same uh, it's very dumb i hate that and it's 10 to 20 dollars less right yeah, on like a hundred dollar shirt. Like, relax. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm kind of a purist. Like, I feel like probably be one twenty, one thirty, right? Yeah, no, they will for sure. That's I, just, I I. It makes me so mad because MLS yeah. jerseys are so expensive and they have no right to be and they have no reason to be. And <laughs> I, I I've made this point on this podcast before, but I can get an authentic Liverpool jersey shipped to me with a name on it for less than I can buy a unnamed MLS jersey. And that is that is wild that they it's, are so expensive. It's a good point. And I was going to say kind of the same thing that you were saying before about how I'm not going to run out and get one. Um, part of it is because I've, I've got plenty of RSL shirts. I don't need to go buy one every single year. I'm not that guy. I When I see one that I like, I'll go buy it. But I'm really reticent to go out and buy more kits because, like I said, I'm, I'm a purist. I feel like if you're going to go get one, you should get an authentic. That's me. So I always get authentics. I don't really get replicas. But yeah, if I want to customize it, I'm looking at 150, like easy. Yeah. And and that that's like a quarter of my season ticket, right? Like, yeah. And my season tickets are also not that cheap. But so to buy season tickets and a jersey and a couple scarves, it's a lot of money to commit. Yep. Like I could save that money and not buy a shirt that's just going to look like one of seven more that I have in my closet. So I, I don't want to like make it sound like you guys shouldn't go buy the shirt. If you like it, definitely do, but it's definitely a pain point that the shirts are expensive and they're just getting more and more expensive and it's ridiculous. And if you don't want to buy a shirt because it's 150 bucks, don't just Thank don't you. do it. Like I thought I had to, but now I know that I don't. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much the new intra Miami kit is because that one's been officially released, right? Speaking of psyops, Mm. yeah we're gonna let the psyop thing go at some point but we're gonna get every single inch out of this joke all right it is enter miami as a psyop to get david beckham elected president oh david beckham can't be elected president though this is this is how effective the psyop is gonna be yeah he's not did you know he was secretly born in the united states (laughs) show me the birth certificate matt uh, short or long form. Ooh. Ooh. It's a little throwback Tuesday here on <laughs> Off the Crossbar Ray Also Like Podcast. I think if we keep reminding our listeners what we eventually plan to talk about, we will eventually talk about it. Could be. Could anyway, be. so the Inner Miami kit was released and it's got the crest in the middle. And you'll probably get all sweaty there and it'll be really annoying. Uh, and those are going for one thirty. Oh, that's replica with a name. One thirty-five for oh, it's their togetherness. I don't know what that means. 
Oh boy. <laughs> Nobody does. Oh no. Nobody knows what it means. Do you want to know how much it costs to get uh one of the new Inter Miami kits? Yeah, let's go. One hundred ninety-four dollars and ninety-nine cents. That's, that's no. That's nope. unacceptable, dude. That is unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. Here's the thing: like Messi, Suarez on the same team, cool, dudes. You're gonna pay extra. You're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna pay the Messi and Suarez tax to get a shirt. I get it because people are gonna buy it, but that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I'm not convinced that's the Messi tax. You think that's just MLS shirts these days? I think that maybe just be MLS shirts these days. All right. You know what? No, we'll do it. I later. mean, I'm going to uh, text the guy and get the price. Spoiler <laughs> uh, to, to one of the other items the uh, Adidas 2024 RSL goalkeeper jersey was also leaked oh, no. uh, uh, on Fanatics. How much do you think just a blank goalkeeper jersey is going for, Trevor? Wait, on Fanatics? Yeah. Is it authentic replica? Does it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't say. Um, it it's got to be like. I mean, okay. Here's what I would pay: eighty bucks. But I'll bet it's almost twice that. Not almost it's, twice that. It's it's one and a half times that. One twenty. So pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yep. Good job, Karen. for a goalkeeper jersey. A hundred and twenty dollars. That's for absurd. An ugly goalkeeper jersey. It's bad, yeah. folks. I don't know if you've seen it. You should go go search it out or just wait like two weeks. You'll see it. It's bad. It's not a good good jersey. Yeah. It's, I don't know how to describe it. Matt described it um, earlier as it looks like a bicycle jersey. You know, the guys that were, like ride Tour de France, they're garbage looking jerseys. It looks like that. <laughs> it looks a little worse than a Tour de France quality jersey. It's. I don't mean like the yellow Number one, you look the best guy. Just like one of the guys in the middle of the pack. The prettiest guy some... gets the number one. You're talking about a guy in the Peloton. So you're, you're not I talking don't... about the GC leader, the gold, the yellow jersey. You're talking about just a normal guy in the Peloton who's like on the team supporting their GC contender. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. You you had you had no idea that you were actually had someone on the pod who knows a lot about the Tour de France, actually. <laughs> I, no clue. You say the word Peloton, and I was like, no, 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 I mean the guys running the race. And now I'm realizing that I'm sure Peloton is actually like a racing term and it means Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know why I know that? You know no. Why? It, it's a there's a great board game based on <laughs> bi- competitive bicycle racing okay. called Flamme Rouge. Ooh, I can't recommend it highly flame, enough. Huh? It's That's so, fun. It is a great game, and I'm going to post a link to it. The, the term I was trying to think of uh, is for bikers who are always in spandex is mammal. Okay. Uh, it's middle-aged man in the Lycra, which I think is a, a specific yeah, maker yeah, of... Uh, but yes, it's a leather called, effect. It, the the RSL jersey is very mammal. Yeah, it's oh. it's not good. Do you know the the generic word is elastine? I always wondered what elastine was. Elastine, but spandex and lycra are both brands. Okay, interesting. Hmm. All right, I don't know what you're talking about. Moving Fabric. on, it's a bad jersey. Yeah, it, <laughs> and really it costs is. too much. The the goalkeeper jersey is bad. The regular one's not bad. Uh, as part of the leak, like I said, there was other MLS teams involved. Um, off the top of my head, I know Sporting Kansas City got released. Charlotte got released uh, or leaked, I should say. Um, 
RSL is releasing their, like officially releasing it on the 15th of February, we're told. Um, and I think that's all obviously also the day you can go buy it. So mark that date on the calendar. Um, there was also, I think, one NWSL team that I saw. They they leaked the Orlando Pride shirt, which looks dope. I like it. Uh, they did not leak the Royals anything. Kind of asked around and nobody would leak it or show us anything on it. So I, I have no idea what it looks like, but it wasn't part of it. That's the other bit of news was we don't have any idea on the Royals what it looks like. It's probably yellow. It's my guess. I think that's a good guess. But I think this is also a chance for ownership to kind of establish something they want, right? And that's that's interesting. Which, uh, judging by Ryan Smith's other teams, I'm going to go with black and highlighter yellow. Yeah. I was going to say, he's kind of a fan of yellow. <laughs> I think he's going to stick to the script here. Give, give it six months and he'll add a, a purple. A purple. <laughs> be a purple. Purple is back. Yep. That would be okay. That'd it's, be bad, right? Yeah, I mean it's new Coke all over again. <laughs> like we would not enjoy that if he was like, let's put a little bit of hint of jazz into our RSL or Royals. No, I would not I would not enjoy that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. What if it's like a, a dull brown? <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. That'd be bad. I would wear that. That would be very bad. There've got to be teams with a brown kit. Though I'm sure, I mean, there's so many teams across the world. Uh, oh, top. That's Googling. Oh, that's Jamaica. Jamaica's done brown. It's got like a nice vintage look to it. Portugal 2000s, like a reddish brown. This is my favorite part of the show is where Matt is just looking at images and kind of describing them on a audio only format podcast. Brownish. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's brown i don't know what the what the issue is here <laughs> yeah All right. anyway um there, there you go moving other on. news moving on other let's let's keep on the theme because that's how i've got it ordered in the dock uh we are doing new kit sponsor uh and it sounds oh. like that will actually happen and we <clears throat> excuse me will not be stuck with life vantage for another 10 years. Um, it's great. Not, not we, to be clear, we're talking about RSL, Real Salt Lake. Wolf. No, we're gaining sponsorship <laughs> as a podcast too. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the year. I mean, it, it's not a secret anymore. We're definitely getting a new kit sponsor. Um, yep. There's like ideas. I think do we, people have ideas and have thrown around names and I don't think we've got anything confirmed from anybody. The only confirmation I've got from the club is that it's a local company a company that did not have anything to do with RSL during the Deloitte Hansen years, um, which is big for them because they're glad that that's starting to like wear off me too. Um, But the other word that they used was it's a real company. So (laughs) I mean, if you have to specify that though, speaking of real companies, why vantage, uh, I started using Life Vantage. Probably, no, just kidding. No SpawnCon. Oh, no. <laughs> Hashtag SpawnCon. I don't want to have no, to. It's, it's it's a very large uh, local company. That's that's all I really know, um, and can confidently say. But yeah, there's been rumors of a couple places. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be something that we've all heard of, and we we all know it's not going to be like a small thing. Siegfried and Jensen 
something like that yeah certainly maybe a swig um <laughs> they're they're in the running okay. i think soda rash what, what would be the other what would be another my favorite was uh, mr mac can oh, we get a mr mac sponsorship <laughs> a men's warehouse yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> my mm. favorite um joke when we threw out was a uh, minky couture mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that would be a good one <laughs> Uh, KSL.com would be fun. I would uh, I would have some questions about why. Hey, Matt. Yeah. As our local KSL.com expert, is yeah. KSL.com the Jersey Front sponsor? Yes. <laughs> and if you heard it is, here first, folks. <laughs> if it is, then uh, we will all be surprised that I was right about something. <laughs> this, is, this is even bigger than the Taylor Swift PSYOP reveal, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I ate the deal uh, myself. Um, it looks cute. <laughs> the end. New talk- Jersey and- front. There you go. February 15th. Uh, all right. Uh, we've been linked with a Greek man. I had a Greek guy player. here, but a Greek player. There you go. This is a, this is a f- uh, soccer player. For is it Giannis? It is actually <laughs> heard heard it here first as well. It's uh, Alexandros Katranis from. Go ahead, pronounce the club that he's playing for. Uh, do I have to? No, it's just got a very specific um, thing in Polish that I really like. Uh, oh wow, that's their full name: Gwilicy Club Sportowy. Piast Glivice. Glivice? Also known as Piast Glivice. I don't think that's right. And I'm trying to friggin' find well, it. I'm trying to read it. IPA on the fly and it's not easy. <laughs> I'm trying to read what? The International Phonetic Alphabet. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Hang on. I'm going to pull it up so I can actually look at it. Glivitz. Glivitzki. Okay, Glavitsky Club Sportovi. Oh, no, P- I'm wrong. Piaz, Piaz, Piaz. What is that little J? Oh, like, yes. Okay, Piaz. Okay. Glavice. I was wrong. So I thought the Glavice, Glavice, whatever the second word. Gle- I thought Glavice. I had the, the L with the thing in it, um, which oh. is my favorite Polish thing. What? How do you pronounce that? It's a V, I think. Hold on. I've got to remember. I don't know. No, because the W is a V. It's a, hold, L hold on. with line through hold it. Hold on. Ah. Described in English as L with stroke. It's used in Polish, Kashubian, which I don't know what language that is. Sorbian. I don't know that either. Uh, that's uh, Latin. That's one that you only speak with Kevin Sorbo. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I hopefully don't have any need for that. No. Oh, they use it in Navajo. Hmm. Hmm. I can't even remember the name of the team. There's a team in Poland. I think it is a W. I think it's, uh, I think the team I'm thinking of is Wisła Krakow. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. I think, but anyway, it's it's just a fun thing that like only shows up in Poland, and I thought that his team had it, but they don't. So, hmm. moving on, he played for a Polish team, and he's probably coming to RSL. 
And he, he is a defender. He's a left back, nominally a left back, which yeah. is a position of need. So that's good. Like actually we don't, left back. Yes. Actually, actually left back, not you fake know left back. Which, like we were sold which means he's probably coming in as center back. Yeah, you know who played <laughs> like the left last back? left back we signed? Ryan Vera played left back before he got here. <sighs> to be fair, he played left back a little bit when he got here as well, and then uh, kind of stopped doing that. Yeah, and given the way he racked up cards, it almost feels like he's uncomfortable playing the position he's asked to. <laughs> I don't think hmm. that's a position. Okay, if we're going to talk about Brian Brett, his yellow card thing is is that a discipline thing? thing? It's not a it's not a like frustration with his position thing. I think he's mm. just kind of a hothead kind of guy, which is fine. Yeah. But I, I think th- that's what I, he is. I was more thinking that Matt was saying that he doesn't know what he's doing and he tends mm-hmm. to make a lot of fouls because he's not used to playing the position. Yeah, that's he, that's, what I, that's what I that's what I picked up. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's my take. Okay, I'm not saying you're wrong. Oh, I think God. you're correct, but I think a lot of his yellow cards were not because like he's making a foul to recover a position or something like that, or to like cover for a mistake. I think a lot of times he's getting yellow just because he's mad at somebody or he's mad at something and he takes it out on somebody and the ref responds. Anyway, as, as I, I, you guys are more online than I am these days. Uh, the last I had heard was that RSL was in talks to potentially buy this guy out to get him here at the beginning of the season. I haven't heard any traction on that, so I assume either negotiations are ongoing or they are finished and it is not happening um, before the end of the season, but before the end of the European season, I should say. So in the the summer transfer window, he could potentially be coming to MLS if it's not done within the next couple of weeks. So reports out of Greece indicate that... uh, Let's see... His contract was up next summer, um, but instead RSL is buying him now for 300,000 euros. So not, um, not Boger, a, no, yeah, it's, it's not a, not a hugely significant amount, but it is more yeah. than zero. Um, for a player we could have waited six months for. Yeah. Uh, Tom Boger four hours ago, Real Salt Lake finalizing a deal to sign left back uh, Alexandros Katranis from Piasquivice fee around $200,000 US. Um, some German, Greek guy reported deal was getting done too. So There you go. There you go. Breaking news. Sounds As like of four hours we're, we're going to get the guy. Great. So I assume that because we're talking about it today, it's going to be tomorrow before tomorrow. this podcast is released, he will... <laughs> inevitably have actually signed on the dotted line and be on his way yeah what i'm really excited for is all the other things that'll be announced after we release yes which i don't know what they are yet but i'm excited to make them up there's somebody else we were linked with wasn't there yeah there was another there were a couple uh and in fact let's touch on the next one oh there was like two that were just like straight up like agents just being agents right yeah yeah so you may have seen rumors about uh, Colo Colo defender Alan Saldivia. Sounds like that one w- was just not true. Uh, linked now with Orlando City. Uh, so we were the second MLS club in that little trifecta. Yeah. Um, and there was another player we were linked with that just didn't. 
Oh, uh, Yuki Kobayashi. Um, oh, the Japanese guy. Yep. Yeah, playing at Celtic. Um, but it sounds like that is also probably not happening, although who knows, really? Well, that one. So here's the thing that happens at MLS. I don't really get into like transfer news that much. It's kind of um, chaotic and not fun anymore. <laughs> no. It used to be like really fun to track like player rumors and all that crap, but it's not that fun. But there are a few things that you learn. And one of them is if there's a, um, a report out of some other country that says this player playing in this country has been linked with more than one MLS side, it, it's yeah. probably not true. I mean, it, yeah. it, they might be linked with an MLS team. It might even be one of those listed, but MLS teams don't compete against each other for signings, guys. Yeah. So if it's like linked with FC Dallas, Colorado, and Real Salt Lake, who's going to win the bit? Like it, it's one team yeah. already has the rights and they're the ones negotiating through MLS to get there. Yeah. And that's the important thing through MLS. Yeah, yeah, it's it's MLS that like has to approve everything, it's, it's which is an insane people. an insane structure uh, sure, for a modern sports league. By the way, just it's absolutely insane. It is. That's an aside, but it is what it is. It's, At this point, we've accepted the chaos and we're we're kind of embracing it. But yeah, so it. That's well, just I, one. I would say it's actually like a, a, a it gets rid of the chaos, right? Because then you don't have those teams actually competing. It, it's you know. Well, and see, here's the thing. There is some competition for it, but it's like trading discovery rights. Like that's, that's the competition. If there is a team that's interested in the guy, there's like a pathway that guarantees that team is the one that can get that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I do think it's easy to forget. And I think it's easy for everyone to forget that actually like all transfer deals go through MLS and not yeah. actually the the teams themselves which is mm-hmm. it's just easy to forget you're like oh Real Salt Lake is signing this person and it's like no the league office is significantly involved in all aspects of that transfer which is crazy yeah, yeah. and is unless it's a designated player is paying that player uh, and in fact I think even designated players are paid through MLS so I'm not 100% on that. I'd have to reread the CBA. I thought designated players were paid like up to a point by MLS and then the rest was by the team. Yeah, it probably Did just is all centralized through MLS, I would imagine. So they don't yeah. get like two paychecks. Yeah. One from MLS, That's one from the club. But anyway, I, I could be wrong. Transfers are weird, but that's something to look out for. And that I the Japanese kid from Celtic, I remember that specifically. Was it was like reported he was linked with two or three MLS clubs, and Real Salt Lake was one of them. And if you ever see that, like just take caution. Yeah, it's more than likely an agent just listing names to people, and that's why when it's people that are like in the U.S., like Tom Bogert, they're not going to report linked with RSL in Colorado and and whoever. They're going to report the team if there's if they know the team. It's really only people outside of the country or that don't follow MLS that are like, oh, he's linked with these four teams because they don't really know how it works. Yeah. I wonder how many people outside the MLS sphere care about MLS, even now that Messi's here. Oh, I think there's a lot that care about Messi. Yeah. Do they when you care say care about, about MLS, MLS, you mean like understand the minutia of transfers? Or, or understand that minutia MLS is a league rules. even. <laughs> like that's split into conferences let's that say soccer is played in the united states yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah 
Well, luckily, Inter Miami is doing a world tour, so that's which is going swimmingly. Is it? No. (laughs) No, they've like not scored in a bunch of games, and they've lost and drawn, and yeah, it's not. They've not been good in preseason. Well, that's great. I love. Well, I wonder if traveling like forty thousand miles and yeah, probably also not great is is part of part of that. I'm just going to put it out there. If I had an aging squad, yeah, of uh, kind of players who are on the tail end of their careers i would probably not be like playing in south america and saudi arabia and the united states and for preseason i would probably want to you know limit the travel on their bodies but i am not uh you know i am not david beckham and the powers that be at enter miami so i know i look like him i know i look like him i get confused for him very often i am not in fact (laughs) actually david beckham i thought you were prettier but Thank you, Matt. That's what I think, too. Yeah. Well, you can jump up there. I've um, got a, I've I got a theory they, on that. Oh, yeah. The theory is that the MLS season doesn't, the regular season doesn't matter, right? It's yeah. based on, on that, which I think we all agree on. Yeah. As long as you're top, like, 70% in the league, you're going to make the playoffs. So Miami doesn't care about the first half of the season. They're using their preseason to sell tickets because obviously they've got Messi and Suarez and all that. So they're going to Hong Kong and Saudi Arabia and South America and all these places to just sell tickets. And they know full well that it's just going to torch the first 10 games of the season. And they don't care because they know Mm -hmm. that at some point Messi's (laughs) going to score some goals and so is Suarez. They're going to win some games eventually. And they only need to win like six to get into the playoffs. So I think they're fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did score they three goals against Al Halal, uh, Gustavo Cuellar's former club. Oh, well, they're really. Uh, speaking of players. RSL players, they did lose 4 3, though. So. Uh, yes, I, and I believe Messi and Suarez both scored in that game as well. Yeah, Messi's was the penalty. So. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't count. Penalty goals don't count. We all know they that. Don't. And they play Al Nasser. Thursday. And again, I don't. I actually, I have a very firm stance in that I don't look at any score, news, or anything out of the Saudi Arabia League. My clicks do not go to anything to it. It is an absolute joke. And I never want to engage or interact with news about the Saudi Arabia League in any meaningful way whatsoever. it It will be better for everyone when we stop pretending this is a real thing. True. Yeah. Do you remember when, before we started recording, I'm asking you guys specifically, when I was like, DC United did a thing. What was the thing? He, they went to Saudi Arabia for preseason. Uh, that, okay. was, that was the thing. I figured it out. Did they grow Aaron Herrera's hair out? They uh, did, actually. And it so. looks fantastic. It does he's look good. He's actually a pretty handsome guy, turns out. Yeah. Just had to leave the you know, the greater Salt Lake region, sadly. <laughs> the the Dracronian... Uh, Barber rules of uh, Real Salt Lake. Yeah. Oh, speaking of barber rules, I never yeah. finished booking my appointment. I'm booking yep. an appointment. All right, go for it. <laughs> um, and then on Sunday they play a Hong Kong eleven. Just, uh, just eleven dudes from Hong Kong. Well, guys, I don't think Hong together. Kong has uh, a national team, right? No, because of its contested because status of- as a nation, right? Yeah. Non-sovereign status. Yeah, but I just like, I just, I'm just going to think it's just 11 dudes from Hong Kong they just found and they're playing. I I refuse to believe otherwise and I will not be told otherwise. Well, congrats so, to those 11 guys from Hong Kong for it's like Inter-Miami 3-0. 
It's like, uh, have you ever seen this? I think there was recently a good story about like the, the, I don't exactly. Do you say it? the Faroe islands? How do you say it? I, yeah. The Faroe islands. Yeah. And it's about the players there and they're all like part the, you know, like they just play soccer mm-hmm. part time and then they oh, get yeah, to play yeah. against like England and Germany and stuff. And like, and like, it's just crazy. It's, it's yeah. so neat. And they always lose like eight. No, because they're not professionals. <laughs> they when what it was last year's Euro qualifying. I think they scored their first goal in Euro qualifying in like 20 years. Yeah. And it was, in, I don't remember who they scored it against, but I just remember I it think, was one I of the most insane things. Only won one game against European opposition or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And you look at the, they do the like lineup graphic that's like, here's the guy's name and here's what they actually do for work. Yes. And like seven of them are fishermen. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, let's see. And then we've got, I don't know. This is the only thing happening in MLS that we'll have any vision into because preseason won't be streamed for Real Salt Lake, won't be streamed for m- nearly any club, just Inter Miami. Yeah, uh, we should. Should we talk about why? Do we care why? Do people care why? Apple is the reason that the Apple TV deal is the reason they own as part of the TV deal. They own all of the MLS teams rights for preseason broadcasts. So in the past, when teams would just like put a camera up, put a dude behind it and just stream it on Twitch or on the team's website or whatever, and they would just do some garbage broadcast. Apple controls whether or not they can do that now and they can't in order to stream like pre or in order to do a preseason broadcast, there's rules that they have to follow and it's very expensive and nobody's going to pay that. Like the teams have to like, I guess foot some of the bill or something or Apple's going to foot the bill, but either way, Apple or the team is not going to put the foot, the bill to broadcast preseason games. Now with the games being for RSL specifically being in Portugal, there's a possibility that somebody in Portugal might put something together and put up some kind of illegal stream that you might be able to find. I would love that. That's I mean, a I would not love that. How dare they? <laughs> yeah, we That's, we're, that we're is illegal. Here. And uh and that would be called piracy. And they would be going to jail, straight to jail. I like the English pronunciation of piracy. <laughs> that's so I bad. think that's yeah. right, right? Yeah. I, I mean, no if idea. it's privacy and privacy then it's got to be the same thing could be anyway so there there might be some illegal streams of games in portugal but they're not like put on by the team they're not supported or or anything but they don't have anything to do with rsl production so if they're bad like they're gonna be bad and highly likely to not be in english and if such a case as well (laughs) if there's anyone talking (laughs) if there's anyone talking yeah but i i just know like the team would love to broadcast rsl specifically there are some teams that don't ever care and have never tried but rsl historically loves broadcasting preseason games they would love to be able to they can't so you 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 say that what but RSL not broadcasting preseason games does predate the Apple deal. Um, kind it, of. It definitely does. It, okay, so I'm not saying they broadcast every single game, but RSL was one of the team when they played in Tucson. Yeah. Those games, for the most part, were broadcast. If they played some games, it, like I remember one year they played a one-off against some Armenian team in in LA. That one wasn't broadcast because it was just on a field, like. Mm-hmm. in a park like that's what that game was so not every single game is broadcast from the preseason but when rsl would go to like 
did whatever they called the cup tournament in Tucson, or if they went to like some other cup tournament preseason thing in like Southern California, where there were like multiple MLS teams, they would usually put something together. Yeah. It was usually done by whoever is organizing the tournament. Sure. But and, RSL uh, would yeah, like they, doing that. Yeah. I think they would prefer uh, to, tr- to be able to do something rather than be limited to nothing. Yeah. I will say, I think most, if not many or many, if not most has that MLS clubs uh, are not sad or yeah. particularly worried about not broadcasting preseason. And certainly we know some people at Real Salt Lake preferred to broadcast preseason, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not convinced everyone at the club cares. I'm not convinced most people at the club care. Okay. About yeah, that I, in particular. I can agree with that. I just know that yeah. I know that there are people that would like to if they can, but they, they literally can't. That's that's why it's now, not now happening. Now they can't, and now. I think it's a convenient it's convenient for it, them, right? It for everybody. helps, but sure. But I, I think there's like there's something there that's really interesting to me because we've seen a steady erosion across MLS over the last, you know, I've been writing about Real Salt Lake for 13 years now, and preseason every year has become, you know, it, preseason was pretty inaccessible, ramped up, maybe culminating in like 2014, 2015, and it's been a steady decline since. And yeah. I don't think that's unique among, you know, across the league, um, because the league, you know, directs a lot of these operations. And if the league cared about things being streamed, the league could make that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they don't. I think that there's, uh, I don't think there's, I'm going to be perfectly honest for the people who really care. Uh, they want to see preseason. The vast majority of people don't really care. So it's like, how many people yeah. are we actually putting together this broadcast for? Mm-hmm. And my guess is the answer is not much, but I also, you also yeah. that kind of becomes a self fulfilling prophecy, right? If you don't broadcast it, then definitely no one's going to watch it and you're definitely not going to get any new followers for preseason or get any sort of like preseason hype or engagement. So I think that it's, I mean, you know, from a business perspective, if you're only looking at it as like dollars and advertising dollars and is it worth it? It probably isn't. No, not right now. But I think if you want to grow as a league, um, you kind of have to, Think about how you can get eyeballs in these games and get people excited for preseason. But yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good point that should be emphasized is that preseason when they were broadcast or when people would be able to tune in for RSL or whatever, it was only ever diehards, like actual, like legitimate diehards. Um, There was never more than 100 people watching any stream ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it. To Across point, multiple teams, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Everybody. It's not like nobody. Were, it's not like there was a home and away broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I mean, to both your points, like, yeah, monetarily it didn't make sense. It, it wasn't ever shown to be something that would like get new eyeballs on the team. It would just appease diehards, and that's a really big reason I think why Apple doesn't care about it because they would have to spend a lot of money or the team, whoever would have to spend the money. MLS would have to spend the money, right? Somebody would have to spend a lot of money for 300 people. If you're lucky to watch a game that doesn't matter. So yeah, sorry. I I get that. But I do think 
Like there's something really important about like catering to the people who care mm-hmm. passionately about your product. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we see with the, the price of kits increasing, we see with preseason being you know less accessible. We see with the, I mean, I'm, I'm a proponent of the Apple deal. Like I'll, I'll no make no two ways about that. Um, but you are missing something when you have to pay to watch games uh, and there's not a way to see them free. Apple has uh, made some strides toward offering free matches every week. Uh, and certainly that's not a bad thing. Uh, but it's hard to get like very involved in a team when you have to commit to it. And that's the thing. Like MLS on Apple TV, great. I love it. Uh, but if I didn't care about the league, there's no way I'm paying any amount of yeah. money to maybe get interested in a thing. And that's yeah. that's tough. And when I think, think the league moves that direction constantly. When I... I've really got to wonder if this is worth it for Apple. I, you know, <laughs> like, I really got to wonder. I really just cannot think the, the subscription numbers they're getting are huge. I think Messi helps, of course. I think yeah. people do want to see Messi play. So that's that's a big part of it. But like, man... I just can't imagine that Apple TV is killing it on the MLS deal. Yeah, no, I don't think that there's a whole lot of, I mean, in in the big picture thing, I don't think there's a whole lot of like TV deals for sports leagues that are like where they're seeing like a huge return. Like they're making a lot of, you know what I mean? A lot of the deals when we hear um, this, whatever channel gets the broadcast rights to this league, to Premier League or to Serie A or to whatever sport. They're paying through the nose to get those rights almost constantly. There's very few leagues that are being, that are cheap to broadcast or cheap to buy the rights to broadcast. Right. And I think it's just, and this is just me speaking. I I don't know anything about anything, but at some point, they're all going to realize that they're not making money on it. And the TV deals are just going to have to come down. Cause yeah, I, I agree. The, the MLS Apple deal is huge. And in the terms of like Apple, Apple's obviously like they can afford it. If they made $0 on the deal, like it's going to be fine. So from that perspective, I think we're obviously Apple's still going to be broadcasting stuff um, like this. And I think other companies are going to do the same thing, but yeah, no, you, you, I don't know that there's that big of a return on investment on any of these TV deals, much less, much less the MLS deal. And I think, I mean, we've talked about it before. I think that's a big part of why the Messi deal got done, why the Suarez deal got done, why they're touring the world because Apple has worldwide broadcast rights. So if people mm-hmm. want to watch Messi, they've got to buy the Apple product in whatever country they're in. So I'll be yeah. honest. I think the Apple TV deal uh was certainly i think they would be happy if they recouped their investment at any point yeah. um but I, I it feels more like there's a different play there like using mls as the testing ground to say hey we can compete in this global space now let's get the rights to the premier league let's get the rights to the nfl that that sort of thing and i think that feels more likely to me yeah yeah i also I think i mean it's it's a weird it's a difficult thing because like on top of like as a season ticket holder, I get MLS season pass for free. Mm -hmm. So there's even a a huge 
proponent of diehard MLS fans who would generally be in like buy it, who are just getting it for free. So that's also like a, that's also got to be cutting into their bottom line. So like, yes, I will be a subscriber, but my cost towards the payment is $0. Yeah. So, well, so any subscription numbers, if they don't subtract out like who they're giving it away to for free is like they inflated. Won't. Yeah, of course not. Of course they will. Yeah. They'll just be total number of subscribers. So that's just something to keep in mind. Yeah, it's I mean, there's also I don't know how much you guys noticed season ticket prices year over year from mm-hmm. last year to this year, or the year before the last year to this year. I think we're still paying for that. <laughs> yeah, deal, guys. Yeah. I don't think we're really getting away with it. <laughs> no. And if RSL doesn't get better and these prices continue to increase, I think we get to call that stagflation. That's correct. Um, got some happy RSL news, not that anything has actually happened in this regard. Uh, but we've been linked with a player with a pretty good name. Trevor, what's this player's name? Hold on. What are you? Oh, no. Close the dock. I'm sorry, guys. <sighs> Close I tried dark. to tee you up for a this great guy. moment. <laughs> this, this is a great right, moment. So this is a guy that played in England um, with – what team was it? Shep, uh, Wednesday? Sheffield? Something? Let's see. Uh, he it's, was last with Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield uh, Wednesday. Beautiful name, by the way. One of my one of my favorite clubs in England, Sheffield Wednesday. They've got a great owl on their crest. It's so good. Great. Yeah. Um, this guy, his name is Josh Windass. <laughs> Uh, rumored to uh, be like linked with RSL. Um, I think Windass is one word, and I'm positive that I'm pronouncing it correctly. Windass. You are, yes. It is his. I mean, how good would it be if it was hyphenated, though? <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want to make it clear. Some of you not familiar with it might think that we're like exaggerating something. His name is literally spelled W I N D Wind. A-S-S, ass, wind ass. I don't know that there's another way that we're supposed to assume it's pronounced. He's English, so if it was like French or Spanish or something, like maybe there's a a, a different pronunciation for it, but it's no, wind I ass. Mean, I'm pretty sure there was an, an ex-England international and manager whose name was Dean Windass. Yeah, so. it's his father. Ah, I was about to ask if they were related. He was related to Dean Windass. Yeah, so Josh Windass is... Which is, uh, I just like to imagine, you know how like people got the, the last name Tanner or like whatever uh, <laughs> due to their profession. <laughs> yes, due to their profession, uh, this family was named towards uh, farts. They were named after their farts. <laughs> Thought they were glass blowers. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, funny name uh, aside, he's been linked. I don't know if there's been any rumors, updates since like two weeks ago when it first came out. Um, but he's linked. Uh, he's currently with Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, he is 30 years old. Uh, he's listed as an attacking midfielder slash forward. Uh, I don't think there's any indication that he would be a, a DP. Like this is not our DP number 10. No, certainly not. Okay. Right. I would hope that our DP is not coming from like division two, uh, English soccer. Yeah, at thirty really? years old, like uh, no, <laughs> I, years, I would, yeah. I would certainly hope that's not going to be our DP. I think that this is our, to put it in RSL terms, this is our Danny Masovsky replacement. Mm-hmm. Sure, kind of. Sure, kind of like 
like not the star, but not bad. I mean, you could probably say Demir Krajic replacement probably a little could. more easily. He's played at forward. He's played in in the midfield. I would yeah. think of it as Diego Luna cover. Sure, could be. Yeah, I when to he be clear, leads. I don't think any of us yeah. are are experts on where or how this guy plays. It's oh, I know good. everything about Josh Windass. All yeah, right, I've been, well, I've been I, I have I have been studying the Windasses for <laughs> years. Should we do a little quiz? No. <laughs> oh. What's the quiz on? Is it Windass? Yeah. Windassing and his dad. Family. What club was he most? Fa- well, he played from 1990 to 2012. What Dean Windass? Yeah, um, it was uh, uh, the famous um, Brighton and Hove Albion's. No, no, was I bet fam- it's something more like Bradford it or Coventry. A- oh, way, way worse. Scarborough Athletic was the last. Or which? Oh, that's the last club he played for. Okay, you've got to see this kit, or not the kit. A, the uh, the crest. Is it brownish? Uh, no, unfortunately. Unlucky. Well. You would say that's a little brownish. Look at that. Oh, this guy. There's a seagull on it, and it says, no battle, no victory. Why does our have right. such an ugly crest when we could have a seagull and <laughs> on a soccer ball that says, no battle, no victory? If that actually rules. That is actually very cool. <laughs> like, I'm, not being, I'm not being ironic. Like I actually think that is very cool. I like that a lot. Um, let's see. Before that, he played for... Barton Town Old Boys. And then before that, he played for a team called Darlington, uh, who have been around for a long, long time. Uh, but I posted their crest as well. Uh, they're um, nicknamed the Quakers. And what team was it that you said it would be it would be more like um Colin? I said like Bradford or Coventry. Well, wouldn't it be funny if he played 142 professional games for Bradford City? That would be funny. From 2003 to 2007. Played for Hull 2007 to 2009. Oh, Hull's a classic, yeah. Hey, oh, he he, he played a classic wind-ass team. He played a lot of games for Hull. He pretty much started his career at Hull City playing almost 180 games, and then he went back in 2007. Played there you go. a few more. Hull's been in and out of the Premier League several times. Yeah, they would have been in the Premier League in 2008-2009, so... There you go. Matt, yeah. what was the name of the team that you took from like the ninth division in England and football manager? Uh, I've done a few of those. Um, Curzon Ashton was one. It was never Harrogate Railway Athletic, was it? No, never Harrogate. It's a great name. Oh, um, it's a great crest. This is the first team that uh, Josh Windass was on. Nice. Back in uh, 2012 to 2013. No recorded appearances or goals, according to Wikipedia. But look at this crest. Yeah, put it in the slice. I'm just going to link to Wikipedia here. Dude, the Quakers quest is kind of cool to crest. Quakers quest. (laughs) Yeah. Do you guys ever play checks quest? Yeah, dude. Yes. That was a great game. Yeah, I did actually. Talk more about it. (laughs) Did did you know that it was built on top of Doom? So you could take the mod file and just put it in Doom. And then you could use the cheat codes. And they did have graphics. For the different, you know, like God mode and whatnot. I didn't know yeah, that. It was, it's, it was straight up reskinned uh, Doom. Like, same levels, same bad Dude, guys, same everything. Again, re-skinned. this crust. So we had Dean Windass playing for the Beavers of, of Harrogate. And that's uh, incredible stuff. 
or Joshua no, Dass. Josh that played for the yeah, Josh Wendass. Yeah, dude, that crest is also very cool. The team is so good. They also they have multiple teams uh, in Harrogate. They have Harrogate Town AFC, uh, who are currently in League Two. No, oh. well, that's uh better than Harrogate Railway Athletic, who's currently in the Northern Counties East League. Oh, Division okay. One. Cu- couple up from being conference, so. Yeah. Good for them. All right. So moving right. on. That's yeah, enough on. On, on obscure, almost non-league uh, English teams. I mean, what are we? Gonna, we've got to fill this episode with something <laughs> if we're going to hit three hours. So. Oh my god, we're not doing that. <laughs> we are, um, because the next one's going to garner a lot of talk. Oh my god, it is. This is a big one. Moses Nyman has gone to Minnesota United. All right. See you later, bud. Good luck. This kid's uh, honestly, still like 20 years old, right? My yeah. my favorite player on the team. Um, <laughs> his, his contributions were, you know, I, I, innumerable. You, yeah, innumerable. <laughs> How could you speak about all of them for yeah. all the minutes and the important goals and assists mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Moses had while he was here? Um, he'll be sorely missed. And, uh, you know, best of luck to one of uh, the true RSL greats. Uh, for those um, who are not good at interpreting sarcasm, uh, none of that's that true. That was completely genuine. None, none of that is even a little bit true. Moses Nyman, I think, played like four games for the Monarchs and like what, what made one appearance for RSL. I think it was more than four. I think, he, and, I think it was four or five, but it was never more than 10 minutes at a time, I don't think. Let's see was, what his Monarchs minutes were. Not, I don't want to be mean. 16 games for the Monarchs, scored one goal and had one assist. Well, good. And he did um, 22 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't want to be mean, but he was not relevant in MLS to the RSL roster. Hold on, I, SK Beveren, who he played for before coming to MLS again, uh, play in something called the Crokey Cup. Hmm. Isn't isn't Beveren a Blitzer a Blitzer uh, Brella yep. club? Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, 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 so yep, we got yep. another Blitzer Blitzer Brella guy who didn't pan out and is now gone. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Very cool. Yeah. So this 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 uh umbrella it's, is it's really working. doing a lot for us in it's particular. Producing results, Colin. It, I mean, it, so we're taking it, other teams' casts offs who are on, not good, hold on. showcasing them here. <laughs> hold on. I just did two two words, Christopher, Kablan. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. As our Kyle standing, gone, it's pretty, gone too soon. Gone too soon. Unbelievable that you forgot about. That oh, guy. I know. Oh, don't think that I didn't forget Chris Kablan. He, I, I stare at his, you know, the Wolverine meme where he's like looking at the photo, like yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. That's that's me and Chris Kablan. I'm thinking about him all the time. He was not a cast off. He never got the chances that he deserved at this squad. Yeah, we really did him a disservice as a player. Yes. Keep keep talking. Um. Anyway, I well, actually you, you oh, just Everton, broke news to me. I didn't know that we had lost Moses Nyman. So. <laughs> well, he was he wasn't on the roster anymore officially. Like he he ended his contract. Contract was over. I I guess something. He we didn't like trade him or get anything for him. He just signed with Chris Minnesota on Instagram. So. <laughs> Hold on, I'm doing nope. some important no big, things here. No big deal. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, when you say Chris Cabal on Instagram, when you're talking my language. Um, yeah. Everton but, Louise uh, famously also was conveniently sold to Beveren. Uh, yep. Is he still there? 
I don't know. Well, that's where he was sold. Where he I'm went. curious if he was a. I think also he annoyed, might like hired. Oh, no. um, he really enjoys Belgium. Maybe he just maybe he's like Colin Farrell, and just turns out he really enjoys Belgium. No, it wasn't Colin Farrell that enjoyed Belgium in that movie. It was, it was uh, the uh, the other guy. Yeah, Colin Farrell hated Belgium Colin and then hated it. It was the it was the guy. What's his? Why can't I think of I can't think of the actor's name either. Not the act. It was Ray Fiennes was the actor. Is it Harry? Is that his name? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The boss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but the other guy, the other hitman, also was enjoying. That's who I was thinking of. Was he Brandon Gleason? Right. Yeah, Brandon Gleason. He was always like wanting to go do tour all the sites and everything. And Colin (laughs) Colin Farrell was like, absolutely not. (laughs) What a good movie. That is a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. We should rewatch that movie as a podcast. Um, uh, losing Moses Nyman. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal, but also like RSL's kind of just running out of players, so I don't know like what they're gonna do. Not no. that I think Moses Nyman was probably the answer to any problem or solution, but like at some point you can't have twelve players exit and no players come in and everything be okay. Well, okay. Let's talk about that for a second. Because did we have 12 players exit? No, I'm exaggerating. I'm always exaggerating, Trevor. That's fine. Welcome back to Off the Crossbar Real Salt Lake Podcast. Trevor doesn't have his headphones on, so he doesn't Ah. know we've started. This is is the ultimate in uh, pulling the wool over his eyes. We are honestly probably the best podcast running. Yeah. The professionalism is off the charts. Off the charts. Um, so there you go. I'm sure you said something interesting about Moses Nyman that I didn't hear. I don't think that I did, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, because I don't think there's much interesting to say about Moses Nyman. Uh-huh. I think one of the last things I was saying was that uh, I was just wondering who's actually going to play soccer on this team. Um, well, because should we name all of the players on the roster? I mean, I don't think that that's necessary. That seems like a lot. But we were talking about how uh, Jefferson Savarino is gone, gone. <sighs> yeah. And, uh, you know, not that I thought Moses Nyman was going to be a great contributor. But, uh, you know, at some point, I don't even understand who can play soccer for this team anymore. Uh, Axel Kai, I think. He was five, five years old. 16. Doesn't that make you feel old? Yes, it does. Axel Kai can drive now. That's I don't know if he has his driver's license, but he is of age to be able to drive, but yeah. not with friends in the car. Well, no, if he's sixteen, I think you can. Or did they change that law recently? Again. Oh, I don't know. That was a thing back when I was. You weren't supposed to. You had to like wait six months after you got your license or something to be able to drive with friends in the car or something. Yes, yeah, I thought that they changed the law that you could get your driver's license at fifteen and a half, but you couldn't have friends in the car until you were sixteen. No. I don't think so. No, I'm still 16, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. You can get uh, your permit. Uh, yeah, And yeah. that's definitely no friends in the car. But you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was well, also I, like... You could you have, have friends to have in the car, right? Parent, if your friends or are your parents. Or maybe it's... I don't remember. I remember they changed the law like a few years after I got my license to um, something, but I don't remember. So Trevor, figured did you... figured out in like four years, two years. Did you hear all the other stuff we said? No, none of it. Oh, that's probably good for... Me and Colin, honestly. Yeah. Were you very mean? No. Oh man. We were very kind and <laughs> we went probably, in. Probably better you don't know. 
I got a cup of coffee and I put it on the table and I didn't realize I've got like a temporary kind of desk situation in my room. I yeah. just moved everything into my room and it's on kind of a garbage table. But my huh. chair, the hand rests are like the same height as the Ooh, table. So you hit the table and knock the coffee out. So yeah, yeah. So I set the table. Well, what happened was when I got up, I pushed the chair in and it bumped onto the table. And then I put the coffee down, pulled the chair out, and then the table like resituated down and then spilled coffee all over the place. Great. Oh, so all good. We got it cleaned up. No problem. All right. Anyway, we were talking about the roster and uh, who's actually going to play soccer for this team. Yeah. Uh, There's no one. Do you think Pablo Ruiz will play soccer? Pablo Ruiz will play soccer for this team this season. Yes. Is he in Portugal or did he stay home? I thought I heard news or a rumor or something. Somebody said oh, something that he was probably staying home. I I heard. I think I for, heard the rumor you're thinking of. For like uh, that they all got on the plane and they didn't notice that he wasn't on the plane. And then when they got there, or was that Axel Kai? I think it was Axel Kai. Yeah, and they then, got to Portugal and they're like, "Oh, we forgot Kevin." And and then <laughs> uh, yeah, some robbers came to the house and Axel Kai. Uh, <laughs> Axel Kai shooed them away uh, with a lot of <laughs> homemade booby traps. Pablo woke up from his sleep in the middle of the, the red eye flight and went, Axel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. It's, okay. That's it's true. funny that that's a lot like that documentary, Home Alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I didn't know that that happened to Macaulay Culkin. Uh, we've talked me, about his middle name on this podcast before, right? Did you Macaulay guys ever? Culkin? Yeah. Do you know his I'm middle name? I'm looking it up right now. Is it's it, Macaulay Culkin. Is it Stephen? No. His middle name is Macaulay oh, Culkin. Oh, my. His. <laughs> <laughs> You're not lying. His name <laughs> no. is Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Wow. Born, born, okay. is born Macaulay Carson Culkin. He's an American actor and musician. Hmm. Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin, Culkin. All right. Uh, I, for him. Should we talk about Diego Luna playing for the U.S. men's national team? Probably. I didn't uh, watch You guys match. can. I didn't watch it. So I also didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that we played Slovenia. Is that and right? We played Slovenia. The USA lost 1-0. Uh, and as from what I understand, it was not burner. a... Yeah, I don't understand. The performance was not extremely good, I think, by anybody involved. But I, I have nothing to say specifically about Diego Luna's involvement because I didn't watch a single minute of it. Are people, uh, do they still want Greg Berhalter uh, to quit or to be fired because he lost a January game against a European opposition with I have, uh, I have, a worthless roster? I have worthless absolutely no idea. But you know what I mean. Anyway, good for Diego Luna for playing in that game. Um, I looked at the, I think it was the fought mob ratings and, uh, he did not fare well. And those are all databased. So who knows how he played? Uh, NBC sports gave him a seven. He was the most fun player on the pitch out of 10. Yeah. That's not bad. Better than Bernard Camungo who got a five. Oof. He's the, he's the kid from uh, FC Dallas, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know that because it said it in the paragraph. <laughs> I was going to say, I have no idea. I don't, I've never heard no, of this guy in my life. He's the kid that uh, I think he scored against RSL. I could be wrong about that, but I know that he's like a 19, 20-year-old kid. Uh, he moved to 
I uh, might get some of this wrong. I think he moved to Dallas as like a refugee from Nigeria, Ghana, Somal, Africa somewhere. Um, and then went through the... Let's look this up. We can't just leave it at that. And then I think he went through no. the FC Dallas no, Academy and now he's playing for FC <laughs> Dallas. Tanzania. And... Okay. Was I wrong? Um, yes. Let's not. <laughs> uh, he okay. did score against Real Salt Lake on October 12th. 2023 or maybe it's the 11th how old is he 88th minute uh born in 2002 uh making him 22 okay oh born january 1st that's happy no look at that that's exciting happy birthday to that guy 30 days ago anyway um 29 sorry trevor <laughs> all right by the time this gets published it'll be 30 no i'm gonna work extra hard to get it out yeah, on time. now you're gonna publish it in one hour from now yeah just to just to get you um right, anyway. before we end let's go over uh rsl's preseason schedule which i am what, do we urgently yeah. trying to find well just Why? so everyone knows what's happening on what days okay all right not because like yeah, we're not going to do any sort of game attention. analysis. No, absolutely not. I mean, I was going to force Trevor to go to the games. Um, could you please? Yeah, you could force me to go to the games as long as it's on uh, the Wasatch Soccer Sentinel Dime. Yeah, put, I would it on, be put it on a credit card. It reads uh, Dr. Colin on it. <laughs> I would be delighted to be forced to go to Portugal this time of year. Yeah, it would be horrible. Where is the schedule? Uh, RSL preseason, do, 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 uh, February 3rd. They, I think they're in Portugal now or they're going very yeah. soon. They're, their they first be in game, Portugal. their first game is February 3rd. They have another one, February 6th, February 9th, all against, uh, Scandinavian teams. The only one I recognize is Bronby. I might be pronouncing that wrong. It's got the oh. O with the line in it and I don't know what that means. Oh, hold on. O with line through it. The diagonal left to right from bottom to top. It's used in Danish, Norwegian, Faroese. Oh, look at that. Hey, look at that. Come in full circle. And Southern yeah, Sami from Denmark, right? It's a mid-front rounded vowel. So Great. Oh, okay. That, that oh, explains everything. Thank you. Your, well, what that means I'm not even going to try that. Oh, hold on. Ooh. Mid- there we go. Brunby? Brunby, I bet. All right, cool. Bronby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Bronby. Frederickstad and Klocks, Klocks, Klocksvikar. Surely none of those are pronounced correctly. Uh, anyway, I'm those sure they're not. Three teams, which I, I know they're Scandinavian-ish, are playing in the Atlantic Cup in Portugal. That runs until the 9th. And then they come back uh, to the U.S. somewhere. February 14th, they play two. Oh, Santa Barbara, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Playing against Columbus Crew. But I thought I heard that that wasn't happening. Oh, I don't know. Because of something. Anyway, they're they're gonna be in Santa Barbara on Valentine's Day, playing apparently against Columbus Crew, and then later that day against Toronto FC. Huh. And that's the preseason. And Dallas. then a week later they debut, right? In Miami, isn't it? Is it the twenty yeah. first the first game? Yeah. No, I, th- I thought it was or is it the twenty third? Something like that. February twenty first, twenty third. February twenty first. We're back. MLS is back. MLS oh, is this, back. This never been used in any other context. Never. MLS soccer, soccer, or Major League soccer, 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 soccer,
Yeah. Major League Soccer, soccer.com. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on. So, when do we play Miami? The 21st. Oh, there it is. Okay, I found it. Yep. 21st of February. Mark it on your calendars. There might even be seven players on the roster by then. Mm. There might be 37 players on the roster. It's 12 draft picks. No, see, because here's the thing. We had 31 players rostered after they announced the end of season cuts. That's a lot of you players. how many players we have on the roster? We've got so many players on the roster. Mm-hmm. And we're still missing a DP number 10 and a DP something or other and another DP, I think. We only have one DP, right? Without without going, we don't need to go into it too far. We can do, you guys can do a, a more better season preview. I probably won't be there. I'm sure Kyle will be uh, back by then. Kind of worried about the state of the roster, boys. Kind of worried about it, to be honest. Yeah. We got little, some players rumored. That's good yeah. enough. That yeah, yeah. Some real. Uh, I hope to see that rumor starting at uh, you know, the ten, a, a DP number ten. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just worry. You know, hold your breath. Gomez, Gomez. I don't know that he can. He's ready to replace Sava's production, and RSL didn't have a lot of production to lose. So any yeah. any step down in production is in, incredibly worrying. I think mm-hmm. we've made the point on this before that we lost two out of our three top scores in the off season, and that stinks. And I don't think we've done anything to really like replace that in any kind of even mm, close no. to meaningful way. With the exception of this is the it's not a new signing, but they're going to call it a new signing. Diego Luna might actually play more than half the season, so we'll probably and until he leaves. <laughs> yeah. At least for the Olympics, right? Yeah, like, at least for the Olympics. Yeah, it's, I mean, what, that's going to be at least a month and a half probably that he's gone. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. We haven't talked about it at all, and we're not going to talk about it on this pod, but the roster sucks. It's Worried. not ideal. Worried. The, yeah. the, the front office has uh, got to hurry up on that global GM search that they're currently uh, engaged in. Um, hmm. And by all indications, it's not going to happen anytime soon. I think I honestly think the timeline for like their global GM search to produce a GM is like just barely before the summer transfer window. I mean, I I think I I have questions of whether or not there will ever be a new GM hired as opposed to someone moved to the role from the club or appointed as said role. I don't think the uh, I don't think the global GM search was. Uh, uh, no, we've we've made going it very to be clear. exhaustive. We've we've made a very, or at least I've made it very clear on the last several episodes that I don't believe they're doing a global GM search. I, I just yeah. don't believe it. I yeah. think that they're saying that they're going to do it, and I'm sure they're going to interview a couple of guys. We're just going to get somebody that we already know. Prove me wrong. Hmm. Okay, I will. I will hire a global GM. I will do. I will perform a global GM search for RSL, and I will hire him. I'll do it. Or her. her. Do it. I'm great. I'm honestly down. Speaking of rosters that aren't ideal, the Royals roster kind of sucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's. It. I mean, I think that there's there's some good pieces, but it is not shaping up to be a highly competitive roster. It's first season. Like I don't want to be mean because we haven't seen it at all like in action yeah but yeah. the problem is we've got a lot of players that like nobody's seen i the the player that i'm really excited about is cameron tucker but she legitimately has played like 
not that many. Like, I think it's less than 30 games as a professional, and most of those are substitute appearances. She came, like, highly touted out of BYU, and she was great at BYU, but she just hasn't really done much of anything Yeah, as a professional. So we've got a lot of those kind of players that are just like – They've been a professional, but they've never, there's no stars. There's barely players that have like been like regular starters for several years. Like it, yeah. it's going to be a tough roster. I think when you compare it to the first year of the Royals, when they were the inaugural yeah. Royals, when you had Becky Sauerbrunn and Kelly O'Hara and uh, players of that caliber, uh, mm-hmm. we certainly are lacking players of that caliber. Yeah. Uh, so that is a bit concerning. Um, and I, you know, I mean, I do think that I don't know that anybody is going to be better than Gotham. So, uh, yeah, that's that that's, team is looking like it's probably going to steamroll a little bit. That is exactly um, the opposite side of the coin as they have made all of the signings. And they yes. are. And like, I'm complaining and it, it, may, it might seem like I'm expecting the Royals to compete for a championship right out the gate. And I'm not, but like it, it could be point, like it, buckle it, up. It, it's going to be a rough, rough, rough. It, there's a lot of people to root for on the roster. There's a lot of Utah locals. There's a lot of a couple players from Utah, a bunch of players from BYU. So like it's players to be excited and happy about, but I don't think they're going to be good. No, I agree. It's uh, the experience will be going out. Having an yeah. evening out, a nice, chill, relaxing evening out at the stadium, always a wonderful time, and that's the appeal. Not necessarily yeah. the uh, championship soccer um, yeah. that is going to be on display. Royals games always have been, and I'm sure they will continue to be a blast to go to. They're very, very fun, but it might not be a fun team. Yeah. <laughs> Give them time, but anyway. Yeah. Interested to see how Amy Rodriguez does. I don't know. That's... Oh no, we're rooting for Amy for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. I love I love Amy, but you know, zero years of coaching experience is uh, not a lot. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> so yeah, it is true. All right, well, we could go keep going for another hour and a half, but I think it's time to free the listeners from their bond of listening to Off the Crossbar Real Salt Lake podcast. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows that you're contractually obligated to listen through to the episode from start to finish with no interruptions. Yeah. Um, certainly no ad breaks. No. I don't agree. I think you're you're more than welcome to skip the first half hour of no. every episode. <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> Trevor. Don't say that. Um, one housekeeping item from Wasatch Soccer Sentinel. We're gearing up for a new season of covering Real Salt Lake. Yes. Uh, it's been a very quiet off season from us, but we're making our way back in. And if you'd like to be involved, uh, send up one of us a message. I'll, I'll probably do my classic, like two pieces a year and that's it. That sounds great. I love those pieces every year. I hope this time they get to be happier. I hope so too. Cause they uh, were pretty sad last season. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're going to oh, well. be. Are we going to try to be happier this season? Because I feel like last season we really cemented ourselves as like the saddest boys podcast about this team. Are we going to be like happy or are we just going to like revert to like That's not on us. (laughs) That's on the team. I think that there's like I I will say and and I I can stand in for Kyle. 
between the two of us, I don't know that there's anybody more excited for the the RSL season to start. There's nothing I love more than going to the stadium and seeing my friends and hanging out and being at the stadium, the atmosphere. You know, I, I, I do that whether or not the team is great, and I do that whether or not the team is bad, and I absolutely love doing it. So I, my my commitment to going to the games and being there for the team is uh, unwavering. My analysis of the team and what I am seeing in a soccer sense does not need to be and should not always be positive based on the results that this squad has uh, put out over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to continue to let our attitude be dictated to us. No, we're going to <laughs> shape our attitude in response to what we see. Dictated to us. I mean, I think uh, over this, I think over that July month when RSL looked like it could be one of the best teams in MLS, you guys were pretty happy. Everyone yeah. was having a good time. Everyone oh, was yeah. like, no, this okay, team is. All right, all right. So I, unfortunately, uh, this team could be one more Pablo Ruiz injury away from <laughs> a disaster again. Or yeah. Diego Luna sale. Yep. Yeah. Without a return investment. Yeah. Or what if it's, God God forbid? What if Chicho gets hurt? Like yeah. Chicho Chicho gets hurt and he's out for two months. What does this team even do? They don't even have like another out and out forward. We re-sign club legend Mean Gene the Dancing Machine <laughs> <laughs> and run it back. <laughs> I'm just looking really quick uh, at people listed as forward. Anderson <laughs> Julio. Anderson Julio. Oh. Uh, Yep. Would he be the only other one? Uh, Axel Kai, Elijah Paul. Two is, very battle-tested figures. Uh, Burton Jacquesson is listed as a forward. Uh, and Rubio Rubin is still listed on the club roster. No, so that's, that's neat. Uh, even though... I think he's going to play uh, really good minutes for RSL this season. Bad news for you, Colin. <laughs> Your favorite player has once again been sent on loan. Good luck to Rubio Rubin in Mexico. I hope he has a great season. Yeah, me too. I wonder if he's played yet. He has. Has he? Oh, he he, he played <laughs> before it was announced. Yes, he, he did. Famously played a game before the loan was announced. Huh. Oh, and then, uh, he was born in 1996, and that makes, nearly 10 years after me. 10 years and like seven days. Oh, would it, I've would it make you feel any better to learn that Gene Alexander was born in 1986? I knew that there was something I liked about him. <laughs> and not just that time he scored a goal. And he last played professional soccer in Taiwan. Oh, good for him. Uh, oh, bad news for Ruby Rubin. Played eight minutes in his first two games, eight minutes apiece. Uh, and then he's been on the bench since. Mm. Well, early Just days. Games. Early, early days, days. Early days. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Pleasure to be back, boys. We're always yeah. happy to have you, Colin. Kyle, feel better, buddy. Yeah. Well, good night. Good night. Good night.